Welcome to Your Lux Life. I'm Chris Mount from Lux Coastal Buyers Agent. Today I have a guest, Lisa Halifax. Lisa is a mum of three um, living in Sunrise Beach on the Sunshine Coast. She's a finalist of the Noosa Festival Surf Competition in 2022, so we'll have a chat about that. And she's currently working remotely for a Melbourne-based company. So welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Chris. So today we're just going to have a chat about your life, about moving up to the, the Sunshine Coast and when you moved your family up, what was front of mind for you? Well, schools was the first thing we had to think of um, before we did anything. And also we gave ourselves 18 months to make the move. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because with schools we wanted to start, our kids were, my oldest was going to start high school in 18 months time, yeah. so that was a key consideration for um, timing the change. The transition. So yeah. did you start researching schools before you moved up? How did that Probably, look, the first thing we had to do was actually tell the kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that this, was a, this, this was probably going to happen. Yeah. And so we had to let them digest that for about six months. Yeah. Uh, and then we also then started telling friends and family a year out. Yeah. Um, so they could digest it. And also our prospective workplaces, yeah. mine was quite open to it because my boss had previously worked remotely on the Gold Coast. Oh. Uh, but for my husband, it was a little bit different. Yeah. Um, so he had to consider, because he had a lot of face-to-face -face project management meetings. Yeah. Um, so as far as looking at the schools, we came up a year before the November, about 15 months before we moved, yeah. And which is the time of year when all the schools open up and you can come and have a look. Yeah. Uh, we'd come from my two eldest children had gone to a private school, Candlebark, in the Macedon Ranges. Yeah. And so then they'd gone to Montessori before that. So we were, I was very interested in every type of education I was interested. So initially we came up and looked at the Steiner School here. Yeah. Uh, decided it was too small yeah. for what we were looking yeah. for. Because you know the Montessori, I love the Montessori style of learning. Can you just sort of describe that sort of style of learning and then Candlebark in Melbourne? Just... Um, if people aren't yeah. familiar with the schools. Yeah. yeah, so Montessori, the girls did the preschool, yep. the kindergarten years. Essentially, a Montessori classroom is very ordered. Everything's laid out really nicely, and they sort of have six sort of core topics. They'll have mathematics, and they'll do science, but then they'll have, like, stuff you find in the home. Yep. Um, they'll have arts. But they use a lot of visual... They use a lot of kinetic-type stuff where yeah. the kids can grab it, they can put it on the floor and they can play. And what they do is they do one task and then they put that away and then they move on to another. And the Montessori teacher guides them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. a very fluid type of learning and it's really the child direct as child-directed learning, which I really... I thought was a you know I really liked that philosophy yeah. and my kids thrive they loved it yeah oh that's right and Candlebark what was that style of so Candlebark was a little bit different to that it was, it's an independent school run by John Marsden who's an author uh, a very um, famous author he wrote Tomorrow When the War Began which has actually been produced as a couple of movies but he writes prolifically and he's an amazing orator so English is his strong point um, but he's also loves the outdoors he ran he he actually... Sounds like you so far. Yeah. <laughs> so he loves to read and so he's... Uh, he, yeah. he ran yeah. the outdoor program for Geelong, um, you know, the Geelong school that's uh, like the premium school in, in Victoria. Geelong Grammar. Geelong Grammar. Yeah. So he ran the year, year nine Timbertop campus. Yeah. Okay. So, so if you think... So he ran that. So he really 
believes in the gift of um, being for a child to be in the outdoors and to you know spend a lot of time in nature yeah. and learn and then bring that back into the classroom and then so very hands-on learning extremely holistic is, is the yeah. connection to nature one of the reasons you wanted to move to the sunshine coast why would you move from victoria to yeah. the sunshine coast yeah so i guess we had talked paul and i my husband had talked about moving here like you do yeah. when you retire yeah and then we had friends that moved up here, so we came up to visit, yeah. looking for investment properties, because yeah. we were given a tip that, hey, Noosa might be a good spot to invest. Mm. And we'd visited Noosa when Ali was a baby, my eldest was only eight months old, and we came and we loved it. Yeah. And so we said, yeah, 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 definitely a place we'd love to spend some more time. Yeah. And then our friends moved here, and my friend lamented her kids were 10 years older than mine that she'd wish she came when her kids were younger so they could really enjoy the lifestyle too and um, yeah. that was my defining moment to say right that's it yeah. we've got to do this now so we can enjoy it while we're still a reasonable age yeah. our kids can come along for the ride yeah and, and embrace it yeah. so basically it's what you love doing and let's bring the kids along for the ride they're already used to being in the outdoors anyway yep and going to the beach we used to go to anglesey all the time like yeah yep. they're used to the outdoor lifestyle they're used to traveling they're used to going new places and they love it mm. especially now they're teenagers that's all they talk about is we're going overseas to, for a gap year and i'm going to travel to greece and i'm going to go to tahiti and you know so we've really opened up their eyes to the bigger world yeah. and so, coming to yeah, coming to noosa is just another way for them i think in a in a and a really beautiful community to just see their teenage years out and just really embrace what everything up here has to offer, which is lovely people, beautiful coastline, so much outdoors, yeah. just pe people living life to the full. Yeah. It really is a great community for that, isn't it? People, I think, when you're outdoors doing activities with like-minded people, for you, it's, I know you do so many activities, yep. your yep. family does so many, <laughs> but... Um, you know, I don't know if it was one of your goals to be a finalist at the Noosa Surf Competition in the over 50s. I think it's an incredible effort. But just the people you meet, there's no judgment. It doesn't matter where people come from. If you're doing yeah. that same activity, it's about that activity. And I know your yeah. family also does. Is it outrigger? Or is it... No. What's the paddling that you guys do with... Oh, my husband does, he takes a kayak out and, does, and catches yeah. crabs, mud crabs, yeah. <laughs> for us to eat. Yeah, we don't probably do as much on the water stuff, but yeah. surfing we do a lot of. Um, so how do you know Charlene Kelly from Noosa Paddle Sports? So Charlene's family is involved in the Malibu um, club yeah. for surfing, yeah. so I see them. So. What I've found since we've come to Noosa is that we really wanted to surf more and being in Melbourne, living, you know, in the hinterland of, of Victoria, getting to the coast to surf, plus the weather, um, makes it very difficult to become a proficient surfer. So since we've moved up here, we've surfed a lot, my husband and I and my kids, and um, we've just connected with so many families and so many people, and there's people of all ages up here, yeah. and it's, it's like a big family. Yeah. You go, it's a very social sport yeah. um, to surf and 
Noosa is like renowned. Yeah. It's a renowned surfing destination for longboarding yeah. particularly. Well, it made my morning actually when I got up early sun- Sunday morning to come and watch you surf in a competition because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think I'd even know a finalist. <laughs> so that, that was just awesome. So we were talking about schools before. It's a yep. really important topic because as a buyer's agent, I know a lot of people ask me about schools. What are the quality of the schools like? And from um, through your lens, you came from a very holistic background. Mm. Could you find schools that sort of matched your needs up here? How did you find them? Yeah, so I guess initially we went along with the more holistic schools, like the, um, the Steiner, knew there was a Montessori here, but wasn't so interested in the, in the high, in, in for a high school. Probably one of the things we learned from our children going to, the girls going to uh, Candlebark is that it was a smaller school. Yeah. Perfect when you're in your primary years. When you get to be a teenager, your social circle is is so important and a lot of families from Candlebark ended up actually taking their children and their high school years to bigger schools so one of the things we thought of when we came here was um, maybe it's time to go to a bigger school and what's out there so you know people were recommending all sorts of schools to us there's um there's a couple of like good shepherd um, i think it's saint Teresa's, which are more of your denomination schools yeah uh, or your religious schools um there's saint andrews which is the private anglican school yeah. in parisian springs that's the very, high school that's very academic as well, that's probably seen to be more academic and a yeah. lot of people actually do put their kids in there if they yeah. want more sporting than academic yeah. but we actually found because my one daughter was going into grade seven high school one was still in grade six yeah. one of the defining things for us for sunshine beach high school is that it's right next to sunshine beach primary school ah. so you can have some of your family going to the high school and you can also have some of your family go to the primary school and they're within, you know, three, four hundred metres walk of each other. Mm. And did that really influence where you lived? I know you live in Sunrise Beach. Um, yep. So did that, did you try being that catchment area so you could easily get to the school? Yeah, so that's one of the things we we had to work out. Um, yeah. Is that, yeah, there is a catchment area because friends of ours had mentioned about living down at Parisian Beach um, which is a little bit further south from Noosa, but that's not within the catchment area um, for the for Sunshine Beach High School. And Sunshine Beach High School has a music program, it has a surfing program, it has, you know, lots of... It's a big school, it's got about 1,800 students, it's got a flexible learning centre for children that are disengaged or for children with disabilities. Yeah. So they really, really cater and... I talked to another mum who'd come up from Macedon Ranges where we lived yeah. and she really felt like it, they really cared. They really care about their students and we've found that. They yeah. really are on to, if anything's going on with your child, whether it's a bullying issue, whether it's a, um, you know, they're just struggling a bit at school or they, you just need to get the teachers to intervene, they're right onto it straight away. Yeah. Look, I've heard that from a few people actually. It's it's a larger school, but it has the attention of a small school for their students. Yes. So yes. they like get that individualised attention. Yeah, they know their students. They get to know their students very well. Yeah. Um, they have some amazing staff. And I think that's what makes a school, is that the, the, the staff, the, the headmaster's, you know, really, really um, great person. There's a deputy, uh, I think her name's Jo Kearney, but she just loves 
just loves being a teacher. Yeah. You know, loves looking after kids. Is really thoughtful and yeah. yeah. So that's one of the reasons why we decided on Sunshine Beach High School, and yeah, we're really happy. The girls are happy. They've made amazing friends. Yeah. The good thing is that Madison, my second child, because she went to the Sunshine Beach Primary School, it's a feeder for the high school, so she already knew some yeah. some kids going when she got to high school. So. Yeah, the girls have really thrived. Oh, that's right, and that really makes a difference is having that connection when you're going into high school as well. So when you were then, so you've got your catchment area, you've got your school. Yep. Um, tell me about your home in Sunrise Beach. Um, we've already spoken in another podcast to Ali. She lives in Sunrise Beach, and the, yep. why she purchased there was all about Izzy, her dog, and she wanted to be near the beautiful dog beaches oh, they yes, have. Yes, yes. Um, from a location perspective, I can hear you at schools, it's got great great bus connectivity, yep. but what else was front of mind for you? In the so Sunrise Beach, we're 700 metres, and we live 700 metres walk from the beach. Yeah. We're probably a kilometre from the dog beach. Yeah. So we have a dog too, we have a border collie, um, so we can walk, we can do beautiful walks down the beach. Um, Sunshine Beach Village has beautiful restaurants, and, and that's probably a 10 minute walk away. Yeah. But we can also walk to the junction in 15 minutes. Yeah. So we've got all the schools, we've got two schools, plus there's St Thomas More, which is a Catholic primary school. Yeah. Um, plus we're also next to David Lowe Way, so we're, on, we're next to the main... Uh, road that heads south towards you know if you my husband works down in Kiwana so for him to drive to work it's easy for him to head south yeah um, so how long would it take him to get to work about 20 minutes 25 oh 40 minutes 40 to where minutes. he is at Kiwana yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's not too bad is it but the yeah but the but you drive along the coastal drive oh my yeah. gosh what yeah. an amazing thing to do on your way to work yeah. in the morning I love going down to Kiwana um, it's yeah. such a, a beautiful area yeah um, it's a completely different you know, probably feel to Noosa, but it's got some beautiful yes, homes down yes, there. Um, yeah. Really right on the canals and also yeah. Yeah, near Malala Bar as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so your home, if you to describe, you know, your home. Yeah. As in your your Lux home, why you yeah. find it beautiful. <laughs> um, how would you best describe it? So the house we bought, we painted on a yep. coastal theme. We refreshed it. It was probably a late 90s house. Yep. And when people walk in now, they say it looks, it feels like they could be in Santorini or yep. they could be somewhere at the beach. So and that's what we've done. We've made it like an oasis. We just, it's got this beautiful coastal theme. We've got this beautiful courtyard with a pool. And we look, we look over the national park. So we've got a, a beautiful view. Um, and our house is just filled with light, that beautiful light you get in Noosa. Yeah. You know, it's just that, yeah. So our house, it feels like a holiday home. So you, your Lux life is feeling like yeah. you're constantly on holidays yeah, yeah. And, and trying to squeeze work in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, we just work, work up here is not the pressure cooker we had in Melbourne. We don't have to drive. My husband drives 40 minutes, but yeah. he used to catch the train into Melbourne every day. You know, at least an hour, hour and a half each way every day. Yeah. We've got co-working spaces up here. We've got, um, you know, people working remotely like myself. Yeah. Um, and a beautiful community like the co-working space that you can, you know, you can meet new people. Yeah. You can share your business with other people and um, yeah. and connect on just what other interests that you have. You know, yeah. whether it's on the water um or whether it's surfing, or whether it's hiking, or whether you just want to go down and have a drink down at Whiskey Boy down the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, the, the co-working space, I mean, I absolutely, you know, obviously we're based in, well, people don't know, but we're based in the same co-working yeah. space. And the diversity of people coming from, usually, you know, coming from out of 
the area is quite remarkable from entrepreneurs to people working remotely. Um, and you're working remotely with a business in Melbourne. Yeah. How have you found that transition? You know, um, look, it's it gone well for you. Yeah. Well, we arrived here in January 2020, and COVID had arrived in yeah. Australia. So we were forced into um, everyone was forced into working remotely. So. Yeah. It was actually a, a very big benefit for us that we moved then, and so my husband's work could not disagree that that working remotely wasn't actually going to be an option because everyone was doing it yeah. at his office and yeah. mine and everybody else around the country. Yeah. So um, it was always perfect timing. Yeah. Really. Yeah. 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 Work for you. We yeah. just yeah, and even though it was eighteen months of planning, you know, and we just happened to choose that date. Yeah. But um, but I think. I mean, the thing is, there's so much going on lifestyle-wise, you know, up here, and being flexible with your working hours means you can take advantage of sunrise surfs or, um, you know, going for a bike ride in the middle of the day or going for a run at lunchtime or even in the evening. Like, everything's so close and accessible and the weather just lends itself to being able to access lots of stuff. And I'll say out of everyone I've met up here... For anyone listening to this podcast, I don't know anyone who does more than Lisa in a given day. Like, she's had three children, she's working remotely, but before work, she'll either be surfing, going for a run, going to yoga, Zenko Yoga. Let's talk about Zenko Yoga. Oh, my God. I went yesterday to the 4.30 class on Sunday. Oh, my gosh, what a great way to finish your weekend. I went to the yin class, and you just walk in there, and it just... Do you know... Just helps you melt into the rest of your weekend, like literally. And the thing is, Noose is great. There's so many people here who are very holistic and very into just just living a life that's really good for our souls. Look, yeah. I think you just nailed it on the head. Like, I've just got goosebumps when you say you just yeah. melted into the weekend. Yeah. And that's how I feel when I'm at the Yin Sound with Robin you know, on Monday nights. Mm. But it is that holistic, you have conversations with people because they have time to have a conversation mm-hmm. with you, but it so often lends itself down towards that holistic path without being too woohoo, you know, like it's not, yeah. it doesn't feel like it's hippie, you know, it feels like it's just integrated into your life and, yeah. you know, it's, um, you can do it all. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be in a box about whether you're completely holistic or whether you say a corporate, you know, yeah, you can do yeah. everything up here, yeah. all in the sort of, with the one bow around it yeah. and everyone just seems to move with the flow of it mm. yeah the community up here is very accepting yeah i think and to, because moving to noosa or the sunshine coast anywhere on the sunshine coast you've moved away from that sort of i guess what i would call the city grind yeah where you just go 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 and you just focus on money and you're focused on living you know getting from a to b and your kids doing this and your kids doing that and you sort of you don't always get an opportunity to step outside and just smell the roses sort of you know, whereas here you get to just walk along the beach in the early morning and just go, oh, breathe out. <laughs> breathe out. And that's what yeah. it is. It's so hard to squeeze in work. Yeah. Um, so I am just feel oh, full of gratitude all the time. I'm doing a job I love. Yeah. Because you do have to peel yourself off the beach in the morning. Like I often meet a group of ladies down at Main Beach for a swim in the morning. I want to paddle. And then yeah. I have to go and do work yeah but at least i love it which is fantastic but if i didn't love my job i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just say so really easy just to stay at the beach a bit longer 
Yeah, but it does set you up for the day too. The fact that we can go to the beach or you can bike along these beautiful streets or whatever you do in the morning, yeah. you can go do some yoga, some meditation or just even just have a nice coffee. Yeah. You know, sitting somewhere beautiful, yeah. it makes your day so much better. Yeah, it just sort of make, makes you Makes life, so. yeah, just yeah. makes life enjoyable. And, you know, if you walk around Noosa, most people have a smile plastered on their face. They do. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds to me like you and your family are real, really living your luxe life on the Sunshine Coast. Yes, definitely. Um, but before we sort of sort of part ways, just if you had any um, two things, any tips for any anyone moving to the Sunshine Coast, um, what would they be if they're worried about meeting community? They're worried about finding schools. Is there any tips or tricks that you suggest to them? Uh, look, at Noosa is very much a smaller. Um, I guess like a suburb of Melbourne or Sydney, you know, it is a smaller community and people are very open, I find up here. So if anything you need to know or want to know, people are more than happy to share tips, recommendations, you'll get a feel and you'll gravitate towards people. And I remember when I moved here, I had a a mum say to me, just give yourself, uh, I mean, we came here with the COVID lockdowns, but she said, give yourself maybe 12 months and you'll find... You, you will, you just gravitate and you'll find people and sure enough that's what's happened we have just gone and, and pursued what we enjoy doing yeah. surfing or um, going out and having beautiful cafes and lunches and stuff with people and you're sitting there having a conversation and somebody might say hey, you know, the school's doing this or hey, this I'd recommend that or hey, why don't you try this or, well I actually yeah. met, met you through a mutual friend with the dogs first. Yes, And yes. then a few weeks later, we met in the workspace. So, yes, yeah. yes. So you find connections everywhere here, which I really love because I did find when I lived in Melbourne, mm. it was quite difficult to, to really connect with people um, just every day. Yeah. You know, like people just, I think just because didn't have time, yeah. we were rushing, people were sort of in there. I guess you know had their friends had their patterns yeah it's too life life is too busy to to reach out to new people or to try new things and you're from New Zealand you know obviously um and it and did you find it hard to connect because people already had their patterns in place or do you just think it was because everyone is so busy they're just in their own was it on their own train line or on tram line that whoever's in front of them or on the same track yeah. they're interacting with and they yeah. don't seem to deviate much from that? Yeah, I think it was it was probably fifty percent that we were just caught up in life in Melbourne. Yeah. Just busy, busy, everybody yeah. just and people had their patterns and they had their friends and they were established and so yeah. I was new and so trying to break into the establishment yeah. was tricky. Yeah. And and the other half the other fifty percent of it I think is I came to Noosa and I went, and the first week I went, I just feel good. I feel good being here. It feels right. So for me, I felt like I'd found my place. So Oh, I've know. got goosebumps again. This is great. So yeah. does Noosa feel like home to you? Yeah. Noosa, you know how people talk about finding your tribe? Yeah. I found my tribe. Yeah. Oh, my I God. was hunting for it in Melbourne and I was hit and miss, hit and miss. Yeah. Made some beautiful friends who I'll treasure forever. Yeah. But I have so much more, I don't know, um, connections that, that uh, these people just like me here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. lots of them. Do you, um, 
this is a common theme. Like I, I will say, having these conversations with people, everyone's lux is different. Yeah. Everyone's lux is uniquely there. Yeah. But so far, everyone has said, when I came here, I felt at home. This was my place. Yes, yes. And you've just said it again. Robin said it last week. Um, Ali also said it when I spoke to She's from Sunrise Beach. I don't think you've met Ali. And you've said it the same. And I feel exactly the same. It, mm. it became home very, very quickly. Mm. It's mm. like when you move somewhere new, there is a risk. Oh, always. Yeah, you don't always. know whether it's going to work. But yes. it became very apparent very quickly that it would yep. work. And it was, yep. it was going to work out perfectly. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, we spent 18 months planning this. So that, you know, probably um, some tips for families is that we really ticked all the boxes. We just we just did that probably for the safety of our children, you yeah. know, to make sure they were really on board for this ride that we were about to take them on. Yeah. And also that we were like, you know, there's always a chance it didn't work out. So we had to make sure we had an out. Yeah. But thankfully, we haven't had to use that <laughs> at all. Well, Uncle looks... Thanks for sharing and giving us glimpses of your Lux life in, in Noosa. And um, I look forward to continuing the connection. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks very much. Thanks, Chris. Okay.